welcome to HXGN Radio. This is your host, Kathleen McNeil. Thank you for joining us for today's podcast episode on Metrology User Experience and the Internet of Things, brought to you by Hexagon Metrology. In today's podcast, we are talking to Milan Kosik, who is the User Experience Business Development Manager for Hexagon Metrology. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you. So Hexagon Metrology's products and services are used for industrial metrology applications in sectors such as automotive, aerospace, energy, and medical. Customers use Hexagon Metrology equipment to provide actionable measurement information along the complete life cycle of a product, from development and design to production, assembly, and final inspection. So to start, can you tell us a little bit about your role at Hexagon Metrology? Sure. Um, as a business development manager for user experience and innovation, my job is to uh, look at all application of user experience for our uh, particular line of equipment. And then mostly pertains looking all interaction with hardware, software, services, take your pick. And I look at it how to provide superior user experience for that. Absolutely. So along those lines, I'm going to pick up where you left off. Can you explain to our listeners what user experience really means? Sure. User experience, in theory, is anything a customer experiences while interacting with software, hardware, services, or any contact point with with a particular company. In this case, it would be Hexagon Metrology. So from the user's experience standpoint, we are trying to basically provide a superior way so that people are completely kind of sur- surprised and wowed by how we actually perform our software and services. So it's a kind of a holistic term in a way. So it's left for interpretation, but in general, that's what it means. Wonderful. So how is UX kind of implemented into Hexagon Metrology's products? Um, we did a, a study about three years ago uh, in our facility in North America. We went into the field, did some things, and the way we implemented it was we looked at some of those results of what we did and then picked on a few basic elements of like top five problems and customers typically experience and try to solve those problems. And typically the problems people have are usually very low key. They're not these grandiose things. We tend to think when we design products, they tend to be the button is in the wrong place or that something is the wrong color and those kinds of things. So basically getting into the field and studying what we do is the essence of what gets you to actually derive some of the products for that improve the user experience. So how do you go about obtaining that customer feedback? Um, in classic terms, the way UX tends to work is uh, you go into the field. It's usually better to provide third-party um, outfits because they tend to be more impartial in their outlook. We tend to be very subjective in what we actually tend to do and then tend to be more objective. And that's what we have to do. And some of our other divisions have done it a little bit differently, but it's really no set process to do. Once they go into the field, we ask them to essentially observe certain tasks. They observe the tasks, they photograph a lot of evidence, uh, they take a lot of notes, and then based on a particular question in hand, they come and give us conclusions and say, you have clustering in this area and this area and this area and this area, concentrate on trying to fix those kinds of problems. And you start drawing basically something called journey maps and uh, personas, which is what kind of people use the machines. And that's what gets you into a point to trying to figure out what exactly you have to fix. So with the results that you've collected from those trips, what are some of the changes that have already been achieved or maybe in process? Um, we use this uh, great uh, kind of analogy of, we call it a delight problem. And the light problem is essentially we sent uh, a company out three years ago and they performed a study. They came back. And in metrology, typically you're thinking about accuracy, measurement, speed are the typical problems you would encounter. And what actually transpired is we um, 
came back and the company said, well, here's the results. And then we just kind of went, what exactly? What exactly are the results? And the result was very simple. Number one complaint from our customers was that the machines they use are too dark. They have a table and the bridge casts a shadow and they couldn't see what they were doing. So the simple solution was put two strips of LED lights to illuminate the work surface. And in, typically in an industry that we, we are all high-tech, high-performance and everything else, we tend to forget those kinds of things. You know, when you use a small font or you do other things, you miss those attention to details. So with a solution, a line of our machines now has into lights integrated into the machines themselves, and we actually have a customer who replaced all of their machines just because now we have lights on some new machines. So sometimes innovation is very simple. <laughs> Absolutely. So um, what are some of the challenges to implementing UX across, for example, a full product line? If you, uh, we are a global organization, um, user experience in U.S. sometimes is not the same as user experience in Europe or user experience in China. Um, you also have interpretation of what you might think works in one area, not in another area. And thus, being a company that's grown through acquisition, sometimes the, the idea of what user experience is tends to differ from place to place. So the biggest challenge has been to coordinate that globally to get every product line and every entity to kind of get along to push those ideas forward. And it's not to say that we need to repeat the same thing in every region, but just to be able to push, push forward the principles of what are we trying to do. Absolutely. So um, we've all heard about the Internet of Things. Yes. <laughs> Describe how Hexagon Metrology is looking to implement technologies within metrology equipment with that in mind. Um, in the keynote for the metrology, and then it was mentioned a little bit earlier during Ola Roland's note about talking about internal things and connecting devices and everything else, we have a device actually um, that we launched this uh, summer in North America, which is called MMS Pulse. MMS Pulse is a um, device that has a bunch of sensors on it, and it collects environmental data, temperature, humidity, vibration, and crashes of the actual machines. And what's the value of that at the end of the day? You know, so we collect a bunch of data. Um, the idea is that we provide um, a bunch of uh, data to the customer that ensures that the quality of what they're measuring is always correct. It's in an optimal environment and everything else. But to take the further of to the how does this apply to Internet of Things, the idea is to make machines smarter. So we put more sensors. Machines tell us when they're about to break. They tell us when something else has gone wrong so that we can actually provide uh, proactive services rather than everything that's typically reactive. Your car breaks, you take it in, but after it's broken, you have to sit and wait. It would be really nice if you knew if a car was about to break so that you can plan for it. The same thing applies for the machines. The idea is to add more sensors so that we have a better behavioral pattern kind of knowledge so we can plan for maintenance and service of those machines. And along those lines, what are some of the benefits that users will see as a result of working on this, this problem? The idea is to reduce downtime, to increase their confidence into results. The idea is to get us more connected closely. The idea is if I can upload all their data to the cloud, connect it to our internal, internal systems like Salesforce, we can automatically, if something happens in the field, get a record of that in our systems to raise an alert and provide a, a delightful user experience by basically calling the customer and telling them, hey, your machine essentially called us and told us something went wrong. And those are the things that, especially key accounts, that are running these machines 24-7, cannot live without. They, don't, they cannot afford 15 minutes, much less, five, you know, much less three hours for a machine to be down. So if you build the ecosystem with Internet of Things, with the superior user experience, you delight the customers and you provide that ultimate thing that they're looking for. 
Absolutely. Well, maybe metrology will start making cars soon. They'll tell us <laughs> when they're about to break down. <laughs> well, Milan, thank you so much for your time today. We appreciate you being our guest. Thank you. And you can learn more about Hexagon Metrology at hexagonmetrology.com. And tune into more episodes from HXGN Radio on iTunes or SoundCloud. Or visit hxgnnews.com for more stories from Hexagon's global network of brands. Thanks for listening.